For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what is up, everybody? It's Beast of the East podcast here on the Believe Network, as well as the All's Conference Network on the video side. Happy to be with you on this fine Monday uh, for those of you starting school this week, God bless. Uh, I'll be in those ranks of starting school next week. Uh, our third amigo, Mr. Israel Troop, is uh, is doing that very same thing. They started school this week, uh, and uh, he is breaking down film as we speak uh, with his coaches getting ready for tomorrow. So he will not be joining us. So, Vinny, it's just you and I, my man, uh, talking about everything happening. It's going to be a random, random day, but. How are you doing, bud? Doing pretty good, man. Uh, you, I, uh, prayers up for y'all for next week for getting back into the routine. Right. It's heat, uh, but yeah, random is good. We can we can do random. We'll be football heavy before we know it. So yeah, a little random stuff in the summertime. That's never never a bad thing. Never a bad thing. Well, the the NFL opened up. Uh, training camps er, early last week. So we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that. We'll get into a little bit of college news as well. Camps will be starting up uh, this week for, for college. So that'll be getting hot and heavy. But we are brought to you by Bet Online as the fastest and easiest way to raise on all your favorite sports, contests, and events. With first-to-market odds and lines, you can find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. So, Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. So, head to Bet Online today or use that mobile device to sign up and join today, making your first deposit, making your first sports bet. You can use this thing to do it, it works just as well. Use that promo code BELIEVE50. That's B L E A V. Five zero, you can receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is where the game starts. So, lots of cool lines on Bet Online. Uh, we will be using those uh, throughout the course of the season. So, um, it, it's absolutely outstanding. But football's upon us. Camp has started. Your Cowboys, for one. What uh, what what, what are we thinking here? I was trying to glance. I thought we. Had an injury to a receiver. If I was, um, I was trying to scroll and see how catastrophic a blow it might be. It wasn't Lamb. Uh, it was James Washington, right? Yes. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, I I I saw that. I was kind of scrolling through a little bit. Um. He he hurt his he hurt himself hurt his leg I think his right leg something like that probably uh probably came down on it, hyperextended it is what it seems like okay 
But, so but speaking of this receiving core, man, like you got, you know, you lose Amari Cooper, you lose Cedric Wilson. Mm-hmm. Is CD Lamb enough to hold up this receiving core? Is there going to have to be somebody that chips in? What What, what do you think? Lamb Gallup, I don't, uh, it's it's a little dicey, man. I don't, I don't know if he's ready to just step into that number one role or or not. I'm a little bit leery. Uh, well, we're we're about I, to find out. I see this O line too. That's that's because <laughs> that reputation hasn't you know it haven't played up to the reputation for a while. So, so what, yeah. you, what you're telling me, Vinny, is you want to you want to jump over to the Falcons bag bandwagon? <laughs> Got it. That's right. Got it. That's right. Got it. <laughs> if if you want to convince Vinny to join the Falcons bandwagon, jump in the chat. You have to subscribe first, but uh, jump in the chat. And let us know. How are you going to feel having to face Julio twice a year? Seeing him in the division now. Those Buccaneers. Catch him passing from top TB12. <laughs> <laughs> that's, gonna, that's going to be strange, uh, considering <laughs> all things considering the history. But let's be honest, he's their fourth banana. Um, you know, we've got bigger problems with Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Uh, and so we'll, we'll, we'll see kind of where that – where that lands, um, I'm sure he'll make an impact at some point this season. The key for Julio, if he stays healthy, great. Uh, he deserves a ring. So if they go out and get a ring, man, I'm happy for him. He he deserves it. He deserves a ring for for everything he's done for the game. So why not? Why not go play the goat at this point? Yeah, and the way the schedule breaks, you know, he might not even play when they come to Atlanta because it's so it's last game of the season. Next to last game of the season, they might you know he yeah, might not I mean, even. He'll play yeah. 10 regular season games, if that. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be on a limited schedule. I mean, it, it, and they, they don't really – I mean, they're, they're going to probably win the division. So, I mean, I, I, you know, maybe New Orleans is – maybe they compete a little bit. I, I don't know. Like, it's certainly not going to be Carolina. certainly not going to be Atlanta. Um, it'll be a it'll be a friskier division than you think. Um you know, Carolina, if Chris McCaffrey's healthy, maybe they make things tough. If Marcus Mariota has a resurgence under uh, former offensive coordinator Arthur Smith, who's now the head coach of the Falcons, mm-hmm. uh, Drake London will be a huge will be a huge contributor there. If if he can do some good things, him and Kyle Pitts will make a good duo. But it's all going to be dependent on what they can do, what Drake London can do, and how fast he can progress. It's all going to come down to. Uh, the rookie running back, Tyler Algier. I mean, they're going to have to find an option behind Cordell Patterson. So, I, I don't know, man. It's it's going to be interesting, that division. Who plays more games? You mentioned uh, CMC. Who plays more games, McCaffrey or Saquon? Saquon. What? Saquon. Really? Yeah. He's Saquon. not the – Bill of health in his own self. I mean, both those dudes. But but he's he's not going to play all his snaps at running back either. Like Dable's got him in the slot. Dable's moving him around a lot. Hmm. Plus, they got Matt Burita as the backup. Take a little pressure off mm-hmm. playing. Hmm. And they got your apparently. Apparently, uh, there's some sets where your boy uh, Wandell Robinson lines up in the backfield, and Saquon lines up in the slot. He's impressing people up there. He's, uh, he's running with the ones as a rookie. I hate to 
face him twice a year, especially if they get a real quarterback for him. You might you might just have to be a Giants fan. Oh, I can't do it. Can't do it, man. Like, well, your boy Ron, your boy Wandell's up there, man. You can do it. I can't. I can't do it, man. That's. I mean, I wish him all the best except for those two games against the Cowboys. I just can't. You know, I, I don't dislike the Giants like I do the Eagles and the Commanders, but they're still, you know, still the a football Commanders team. <laughs> still a bitter rival. I wish yeah. him all the best, though. I wish him all. The best. So, so who do Dallas fans hate worse, Philly or Washington? From for me, it's Philly right now. I've been Philly for a little while. Um, you know the, the classic rivalry. You know Cowboys Redskins back when it was. You always, you know, get up for that, even as a fan, no matter when they play. But something about something about Philly because it's the the Eagles, the Nationals. I, you know, I'm sorry, the, the Phillies and the Eagles. You know, as a Cowboys and a Braves fan, something about Philly, man, they, they're they always at the top of the hate list for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, and it stem, for me, it stems from baseball because, you know, the Falcons and the Eagles aren't really aren't really rivals. The, yeah. the rivals for me is uh, the Saints. Right, the yeah. Like, I hate the Bucks worse than I hate the Saints, but the Saints, the Saints are a bigger game. Because that Atlanta-New Orleans thing, that's been bitter for – that was that – was, you, if you're a Falcons fan, you better hate the Saints. That was that was brewing for years back. This this with predates Rick Jackson and Craig Hayward, and in the old days before the Bucks were even part of the divisions. This for for me personally, it goes back to, um, you know when 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 the Bucks rose to power under Dungey, um, when they switched over to Pewter, they had a new swagger. About mm-hmm. them, and you know they had Warren Sapp, John Lynch, Derek Brooks. I mean, they had the they had the offense to shut down Mike Vick, and or they had the defense to shut down Mike Vick. I I should say, um, they had Keyshawn, who's very very hateable, or he was then, <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> uh, you know, as a player, I mean, I'm sure as a person, he's he's fine, but you know, as as a football player. Keyshawn was easy to hate, um, yeah. you know, that, but Tony Dungy was difficult to hate. You know, John Gruden was easy to hate, but he was hard to disrespect. Right. I, just for me, just the Bucks, because it just seemed like the Falcons would always go down there with, with something on the line and blow that game, whether the Bucks were in it or not. They'd go down to the, they'd go down to the sombrero down there and, and, mm. and blow the game because that's just kind of what the Falcons do. First NFL game I ever went to was it oh three early two thousand somewhere around there. I went to Charlotte. Um, Panthers were hosting the Falcons. You know Vic against mm-hmm. Jake Delhomme and oh yeah, and we were sitting there. I didn't have a dog in the fight, but you know it was cool just to you know see the game, see the action, and I think the. The Falcons score first. Falcons went up seven nothing. <laughs> two dudes, two Falcons fans. I'm sure they drove up 85 from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Falcons score, <laughs> and they start popping off. Come on, Panthers, man up! Let's go! And they get in these Panthers fans' faces and blows. They throw hands. Everybody's kicked out like five mm-hmm. minutes into the game. I said, "Y'all drive all the way for, from Atlanta." <laughs> 
<laughs> get kicked out in the first five minutes of your team. <laughs> it was a little brawl. Security was up there. Yeah. All the stuff you see, you know, especially in Philadelphia. But it, it went down right there. We just, you know, trying to eat hot dogs and drink beer and all that. And I was like, man, y'all really just, I mean, and so I don't know. I hope they tailgated before because <laughs> they didn't get their money. They, they, def- they definitely didn't get their money's worth. That's for sure. Um, wow. Okay. I mean, ah. it, it was on and pop. One touchdown, man up, and next thing you know, it was haymakers. And wow, really? Dang, that's that's Crazy. hilarious, man. <laughs> that is hilarious. But yeah, I, I think the Panthers were never really that team for me. The, the Falcons, uh, outside of a few a few seasons, they, I mean, they pretty much own, like they did really well against uh, against the Panthers. Panthers. I was about to say Patriots. They did really well against the Panthers most years. Mm. You know, Matt Ryan seemed to have their number. Um, it, it was always the it was always the Bucks for some reason, and it was always you know Drew Brees and the Saints. You know, don't get me wrong. Mm. I had them. I hated them, but mm. yeah. So, the is, you know, so yeah, I, the freaking pewter man. Jeez. <laughs> Then they went to that weird stuff and they, they lost their edge and they came back to the pewter and won a Super Bowl. So go figure, right? Yep. But uh, you know, lots of storylines in the NFL, lots of SEC guys, lots of SEC rookies getting in the mix. Um, you're gonna see your your uh your uh, Josh Pascal on hard knocks this season. Yeah, that'll be fun uh, for mm-hmm. Kentucky fans. Um you know, Aiden Hutchinson will be will be featured on, uh, you know, the the much the big debate Travon Walker versus Aiden Hutchinson. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on those two to uh, to to figure out what what they want to do or what they're trying to do. So that'll be interesting. Um, can the Rams repeat? I, I I tell you what, I I am a big Sean McVay fan. Uh, I like, I like. I'm not a. I'm not gonna say I'm a Rams fan, uh, but I, I just like the way they play. I like. Wa- I enjoy watching them. Yeah, I I mm. think they have a good chance at repeating. Mm. They could now. Yeah. Aaron Donald's the best defensive lineman to ever, ever play the game. It's hard to argue that too. Mm-hmm. How many? Yeah. I mean, he gets triple team. How many career sacks does he have? And that, I mean, that doesn't settle the debate as far as the best lineman right. either. Oh, um, th- I mean, it's all about like in in interior. I'm looking at interior defensive mm. line. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, Reggie White would like to weigh in on on <laughs> overall. Yeah, and Bruce Smith, <laughs> and Bruce Smith, and uh, Strahan, and. Deacon, Deacon Jones, all that yeah. stuff. Let's see. Interior did, did he has ninety eight career sacks. Ooh, okay then. Was Sap the number one interior until Donald came along in your mind? Yes. Even though in he, my he, mind, he, yes, what a pewter and he, you hate him. It, I, yep, I, I can't. I I would be stupid to say that he's not. Mm. Um, he is. He he was. Now he's number two. Mm. Um. Yeah, to be that quick and small by interior D lineman terms, 
mm-hmm. and compact and powerful to do what he does, knowing you're the focal point of the O line. Yeah, every week, you know him. Yeah, I, I give Watt his props too. Uh, but yeah, those guys. You know, for Donald to to shut the Super Bowl down <laughs> when it was on the line. Okay, let, here, let me put my stamp on this game and get myself this ring. Yeah, he's you know, and I didn't know he had that many sacks. <clears throat> I mean, been dominant for years in a great run, but you know, you're up there. Look like, according to Pro Football Reference, he had in 2018 20 and a half sacks. Let me let me I let me make sure that number. Let me make sure I'm reading that number correctly. Sacks, right? Okay. Yeah, 20 and a half. So he had nine his rookie year. 14. He had 11, eight, 11, 20 and a half. 12 and a half, 13 and a half, 12 and a half last year. 12 and a half last year. Mm-hmm. Like, think about how established he is, how many double teams he's getting to have 12 and a half sacks. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 That's ridiculous. Now, you know, got to stay healthy. Got Stuff's got to break right. You know, they – they about speaking of pewter, they tried to give that game away to Tampa last year, you know, in control. And next thing you know, it's whoa, this is way closer than it should have been. The uh, they broke through against the Niners who beat them six or seven straight in a row with, with Jimmy G. And that was they eat that one out, and they, it doesn't matter when is a win, yeah. Um, you don't have Von Miller there this year with Donald. Which you know they brought him in for the stretch run. You know, someone's gonna have to step up, and you know, which I mean, Donald's gonna be Donald, but I'm sure he'd like to have somebody step up <laughs> on the outside and help him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Liam Cohen, former UK OC, went and got him a title. Left and went and coordinated that offense and got a ring. Um, Stafford got his ring. Like you said, you want to see Julio get one. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody in Detroit was happy to see Stafford get one. Yeah. Maybe I'm disrespecting them a little bit. Yeah, they they definitely are <laughs> in the mix to repeat. They'll they'll they will defend their title valiantly, even if they it's, whether it, they repeat or not. It's a tough division. You yeah, Kyler Murray just signed a huge deal. Yeah, um, the 49ers aren't going away. They're starting the Trey Lance era. Debo got that bag. Deep Debo Debo got the bag now. So. That was much wow. do about nothing. He was wanted out, demanding a trade, and that was oh, all. It was all a leverage play. We moving on to uh to Trey Lance now, Jimmy G. Okay, let me go ahead and let's go ahead and. <laughs> it was all a leverage play. Is he Trey was, Lance going? Gonna... Is, is Trey? Okay. I don't Shannon know. Does, is Trey does Lance... he have a, Does he have enough experience under his belt? Yeah. That's the question. Is he gonna be like Steve Young, sit a little bit, I... and then just come in and be a Hall of Famer? I mean, are we going gonna... I don't know. I mean, for the 49ers, they they hope. I mean, he's he's got the physical talent, he's got the tools, he can he can move, he's got a rocket attached yeah. to his arm. I mean, it's right. just it's just the experience, the savvy, the pocket awareness, you know, some of the things that you you can only pick up by playing more than 17 college games at a yeah. level higher than FCS. Right. In an offense that's, but I, I guess this is 
the this is probably the only team he probably could have gone to and done this well this soon because the transferable offense is very similar to what uh, North Dakota State runs, which is like you know their their a gap power stuff and their you know thirty two personnel type stuff. I mean Shanahan is a you know as much as we think he's a new school whatever you know people like to throw terms around, but really and truly he's an outside zone scheme guy and he he really really loves the run game and he's going to stick to that and and he's going to get creative with the pass and i mean shanahan's a smart guy he's going to figure out the strengths that trey lance has and he's going to use them to the best of his ability mm-hmm. i mean he i don't know part of me wants to be skeptical part part of it's because i hate the niners as a cowboys fan well yeah part, i mean part of me wants to say he's a ro- he, he's essentially a rookie i mean he, yeah. he he hasn't had that many that many snaps under his belt so we really don't know what he has. I mean, he, he could come out and be the next Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league, um, and, and you know, in a few years secure that $400 million bag. Yeah. And or he, he could he could completely flop on his face and, and get cut. And sit that franchise back five, six, seven years because they're in win-now mode, and they're just they waiting are. for that quarterback. They – I gotta give him props. You know, part of me thinks Will Shanahan because you know he's he's a you know he's a dad's boy, but he's 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 earned his own mm-hmm. praise. You know, he's he's gotten to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. Should have won it. They were up ten on yeah, on the Kansas that, That's that's the knock on Jimmy G. He's not very clutch. He's right. not very durable. Got to an NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Against these Rams that we just been talking about with Jimmy G, so if Lance is even a little bit of an upgrade, you know, look out. You know, but this is going to be one of those scenarios where I think the 49ers are going to learn that they have to go backwards to move forward. They just, I just don't know if when they go backwards, they're not going to stay going backwards for for a little bit mm-hmm. until they go get, you know, because they're not going to have a first rounder for a while, so. I mean, I don't know. It's it's mm-hmm. weird. It's weird. Um, and I know we're not we're not usually we're not usually NFL, uh, <laughs> NFL after dark or beast of the NFL, beast of the <laughs> NFC East, or by any stretch of the imagination. But I mean, it seems you know with, with college camps just starting to you know kick off later on this week. You know, this is you know probably our last opportunity to to, to go totally random because we'll be we'll be sifting through camp reports and storylines and things like that. I'm sure you'll be locked into to Kentucky. I'll be locked into Georgia and we'll be you know we'll we'll check in on on Shane Beamer and Eli Drinkwitz and Clark Lee who's got the best program in the SEC. Um self-proclaimed. Uh we'll be checking on Billy Napier who's hot as a freaking firecracker in recruiting. He just got he just pulled three commits this past week. Um and you know he's doing a hell of a job down there recruiting wise. So, you know, I, I was very, I was very, very down on Billy Napier. I was very negative, and a lot of it's just because he gave me Butch Jones vibes. But he seems to, he seems to be working out of that. But he, but I mean, all the stuff that he was saying, he he did give me, he did give me, uh, he did give me some some Butch Jones stuff. <laughs> and we only got on this tyrant, you know, this NFL thing because we we're talking about SEC guys. In the league, you know, uh, which is fair. Evo, that's you know, still ACC East guy. Mm-hmm. Pascal, who's going to be on Hard Knocks, who deserves everything he's getting, overcoming cancer at UK. 
had to sit out a year and, and you know, thought he was going to lose his foot to mm-hmm. bounce back and had the year he had last year. And then Hutchinson, of course, is going to be get top billing, going to Michigan and getting drafted higher. But you're not going to outwork a Josh Pascal, and he can sneak in there and, and kind of form find a niche for himself on this Lions team who, by the way, maybe they get some breaks. They lost 15 games, it seemed like, by seven points or less. Baltimore had to kick a 70-yard field goal to beat them last year. So, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a lot of averages. We might see the Lions sneak up there and, you know, get some of these games that always come down to the wire in the NFL. Well, it's, Maybe it's, they it's, get three little breaks. It's going to be a weird division. Dan Campbell biting knees and doing that stuff, whatever he does, you know, he might. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they're like they're building something there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, they play hard for that dude. They play hard for him, man. They, they do. Every gut wrenching loss, they were right back the next week. That's right, right there, ready to win another game. I mean, they they couldn't close the deal, but you know, that stuff kind of. Carries over, and sometimes you've seen the law averages, and and you know all those near misses turn into you know mm-hmm. turn into wins for you next year. I'm not saying they can go 14 and three and win a division and not Green Bay out of first place, but maybe they're hanging in there and you know making a little noise, yeah, getting maybe, past maybe the Bears so. and the Vikings, and you know yeah. trying to cause maybe, a little trouble maybe, in that maybe, division. Maybe so, maybe so. Who knows? Maybe NFL again. My bad. I'm sorry. It's all good, man. <laughs> but I mean, that's 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 the uh, that's that's the deal. But uh, let's go back to the Gators, though. Um, you know, they you know again, just killing it in recruiting the, their latest Andy Jean wide receiver from Miami Northwestern. So they're they're starting to recruit better in uh, in, in in state a little bit. So you know, you you watch you watch Billy Billy Jean, you watch Andy Jean. <laughs> Look at me here. I mean, he really, you know, coming from a coming from a really good program. I mean, Miami Northwestern is not some slappy program down there. But uh, you know, you, you watch him, and you know, he brings that much needed playmaking ability uh, to their to their squad. I mean, he's a big target. He does, you know, he's got a little bit of jump to him. Um, just runs by people. You know, this is not again. This is South Florida, and. So, so they're getting some much needed pieces, you know. Not to do a recruiting breakdown on Andy Jean, but you know they're they're doing they're 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 getting there. All right, maybe he can just get away from, call you know, hosting his game changer coordinators and doing all that crap, and just freaking go, man. Um, but yeah, you know you have, you know you have Cox Jr. Um, yeah. Brenton. You know, he, he's named to the Bednarik watch list, um, the Chuck Bednarik Award. Um, so that's good. Uh, just, again, uh, Brent, yeah, it's Brenton Cox Jr., which, yeah. you know, say what you want to say about him. I I, I just think he's he was kind of a head case um, early in his career, you know, I, I, I you know, for his sake. Uh, being a Gator hater, you know, I, I hope they go. I hope they go over. But mm-hmm. um, Brenton Cox, for for if you're a Gators fan, he's somebody. If you're going to have a successful season, he needs to be on his on his game because he was 
every time I watched him, he was up and down with his performances. You know, he he was he was up one, you know, down a few plays, take plays off. Something doesn't go well, he he kind of just shuts it down. Um, and maybe that was a Dan Mullen thing, but mm. you know, what are we you know for the Gators? Like, what are, what are we looking for here? What what what's our storylines? What what do we expect to see from the Florida Gators? Um, maybe well, Napier's probably gonna bring. Um, I don't know, hard work, more dedication. He's not gonna mail it in the way Mullen seemed to. Mm-hmm. If I'm a Florida fan, I'm probably looking offensively just to see if um, you know Richardson's accuracy is improved, like everybody says. If if it is. Mm-hmm. He certainly can get it down there. Yeah, seventy-five yards at the Manning Passing Academy. So, Mm -hmm. if he's not more accurate, whatever, they're going to spin their wheels and it's going to be a struggle. But if he's polished and improved, like everybody says, then Mm -hmm. they still have talent. It's not yeah, Florida, Florida talent that we're used to. But they right, they they could be a a nice bounce back. Uh, I think a lot of pressure is on him though. And he's got to get – I mean, you know, Anthony Richardson has got to get more comfortable in the pocket. I mean, you, you watch him all year long, and he's kind of erratic. Uh, I mean, not much experience, really, uh, in, in the SEC. I mean, he comes in, you know, has a has a good game against LSU, um, you know, has, has some good outings, but then gets to that Georgia game and just gets freaking – I mean – He's not the he's not the first, and he he certainly wasn't the last that season to to experience yeah. that. But you got strip that, sack, Rotini, strip sack, pick six. <laughs> I mean, it's just everything that go everything that could go wrong for him went wrong for him. But a lot, and a lot of it was just due to his not being comfortable in the pocket, not trusting his reads, not having good footwork. You know, just undisciplined you know, undisciplined eyes, stuff like that. Things mm-hmm. that bring quarterbacks down, even against an average defense, but against the best defense probably to ever to ever lace them up in college football. You know, you you, you can't make a lot of those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Has he learned? Well, you know, you certainly hope so. Um, you, you certainly expect him to because that's just kind of what these guys do. But, um, you know, they just don't have much coming back. You know, they have uh, Justin Shorter coming back. They have Richard Garage. Uh, Ethan White and Kingsley Gakun. Yeah. Um, they have Trent Whit- Whittemore, who, I mean, some of these I, these receivers aren't necessarily proven. But, you know, Napier has a good pedigree coming from Louisiana, coming from, uh, you know, being under Nick Saban at one point at Alabama. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I don't expect them to win the, win the East, but – they're certainly not going to flop. It's going to be a tough division. It's going to come down to, you know, what do they do early against Kentucky? I think if Kentucky can, you know, if Kentucky gets the better of them and, and when, if Kentucky can win that game decisively, that might set the Gators up for, for a mediocre season, mediocre debut season for Napier. If it's a close game or Florida comes out ahead of Kentucky, that, that game is usually one that gives them a lot of momentum, especially here recently. Yeah, and that's that's what you know. The past it's couple a home years. game. It's yeah. a home game. 
it's, it's week two for Kentucky. That's the, the pivotal game every year. Last year it was Missouri at home. If they can get by Missouri, they can be set up for a, a solid season. And now this year, well, week two at the Swamp, whatever we what's going to happen with Chris Rodriguez, is he going to be there? Is he going to be suspended for a couple games still? Mm-hmm. You know, still keeping all that close to the vest. I've heard some people say what they think the other stuff is by, besides the DUI, but I don't, nobody's really come out with it yet, so I'm, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But, yeah, week two, and then, of course, if you get by that one, the target always moves. After they beat Missouri last year, well, then it was LSU, and then it was Florida, and those were the must-win. You know, it that's the target moves for everybody <laughs> all yeah. season long. If you clear the hurdle that was do or die three weeks ago, well, now you got another one that's do or yeah, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. just the nature of the beast, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it 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 is what it is. I mean, they they come out they come out of the gates with Utah and Kentucky. I mean, that's not a not an easy schedule. I mean, Utah is probably the favorite to win the Pac-12. So yeah. you you look at that and say, "Wow, that that mm-hmm. that is, that is that is quite the schedule." So we'll know early on. Then they're at Tennessee two weeks later after Kentucky. Uh, that's not an easy game. Mm-hmm. So you know they could very easily be one and four. Yeah, coming into October. That, that's a that's a very easy possibility. I mean, that's not not an easy go uh, with Kentucky, with Utah, Kentucky. Uh, they get a win at, at South Florida, and then they're at Tennessee, who's much improved uh, this year. Uh, I think if that Tennessee game is a home game, maybe it's a little bit more of a slam dunk in their favor, but it's not. Yeah, and Hendon Hooker is, yeah, yeah, and. You know, you're coaching every. I'm sure you see a first year coach over there. You sure mm-hmm. they're making strides, they're doing all this and all these great things and all this optimism. But mm-hmm. you, if you're already established, every team expects to be a first year coach. They mm-hmm. they don't have their stuff together like we no, do. No, they don't. I mean, so he knows I, this league. Yeah, and they have a like, man. They have, yeah, they have, have like, a good bit of defense coming back at Florida. So yeah. there's that. You know, they have Garvin Dexter, Brenton Cox, uh, Ventrell Miller, uh, Trey Dean, Rashad Torrance. They have a lot coming back in the secondary. So, I mean, th- th- they'll be approved over there, and they'll, you know, they they get a huge addition by subtraction by by losing uh, Todd Grantham. So, there's that. <laughs> Dude, man, he's, is he low-key the Lane Kiffin of assistant coaches because he has landed on his feet and gotten job after job after job. He, I mean, he is. Louisville, he really is. Florida. <laughs> I mean, I've, he, never, I've never, never, ever seen anything like that. Just He blitz crazy, but, you know, gets burned and just still keeps blitzing and, and this is what I do. And then I fuss and squabble with my boss. Yeah. When I'm at, I mean, he was, he was at other stops too. Where was the, he was at some other places besides Miss, you know, Mississippi State, Georgia. Yeah, yes, so that's um, the, he's like, yeah, he's a lane keeping up since the coaches, man. He just keeps getting mm-hmm. hired. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's 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 odd, man. It's <laughs> odd, but uh, speaking of former Gators, uh, looks like Dan Mullen's about to join the SEC network. <laughs> 
Mm. What do you think about that? Uh, he's just kind of annoying, man. Just yeah. even in the studio, I mean, he might bring some analysis, but it's just gonna be hard to. <laughs> he's just a weird. He's just a weird guy. That's that's true. Just a weird guy. <laughs> so he's gonna be on there. Is he taking the Chiswick spot? I, yeah, I guess so. Because Chiswick okay. went back to UNC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I like Chiswick. It was, you know, it was a Dari and Chiswick and mm-hmm. what was it last year? Chiswick wasn't bad, but I like uh, the crew they have now with uh, Roman Harper, Ben Ben Watson. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like that crew. It's mm-hmm. a pretty good crew. Not uh, bad. Jordan Rogers too, I think, occasionally. Yeah. And oh, Doring, Doring, Dari, Noqua, Chiswick, and I, I think it was Watson last year. I guess it'll be Mullen Watson. Dari Doring, I don't know. For the Saturday night post game type stuff. Yeah, who knows? I I really liked, uh, you know, Swagoo, man. Spears, Spears at the bar kind of high. So, especially on Thinking Out Loud. I liked it when he was on that, you know, a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. But uh, I like Harper now. I like Watson too. And I did like Chiswick. So, but, but Mullen in there, he's got that kind of gravelly voice. He's got that annoying kind of. Nasally, nasally, great, gravelly, and nasally. And we're from the south. We're in the, we're in the SEC countries. That northern nasally <laughs> annoying. <Jeez. laughs> I'm just. I, I'm I, I, I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I can do. Uh, SEC final. Yeah. With uh, with 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 Dan Mullen. And he's gonna come in with too much energy and be too bubbly and too fired up, and it's just not. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it's gonna go. Well. I'm not. I'm not anticipating it to go well. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. might prove me wrong, but and he's gonna be talking about his Yeezys like he did at SEC Media Days and putting his shoe up on the, you know, the desk and got these new Kanye Yeezys. Remember, he he was he was Yeezy crazy a couple years ago at Media Days. And, and he would always, and since they're uh, Jordan brand, he would always do that too. Yeah, is his wife gonna kiss? Bomb bomb on the mouth and all those like she did. He probably like, she probably will. She'll probably kiss all of them. That's what I mean. You might, gotta yeah. why stop now? She'll be doing it all these years. And I, you know, if I went to Florida, did I say it last week? You know, I don't know if you did or not. But go ahead and say wife it now. is out here paying my rent and giving me rent money, and, <laughs> and, and Mullen's wife is just kissing me before games. I mean, like, hey, yeah. <laughs> maybe I should have went to Tennessee. <laughs> Get that bag, man. Yes. <laughs> Chick fil A, McDonald's bags. Or, or go to Florida, make out make out with a head coach's wife. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Oh my god. Like what come on, man. Like <laughs> ah it's weird. Yeah, Mullen's wife is crazy. She's got like uh, Malzon's wife would look crazy too. Remember, she was a little. She, was oh, a little she, she, she would she would pop off on somebody now. <laughs> oh yeah, she. had not seen that kind of crazy since Miss Malzon was up in here. So I know. So now who's going to take the reins? Mm, Prue's wife is out. Stoops is divorced. She don't even have oh, you know. So, yeah, that's, so that's not an option. I don't know about uh, Sam Pittman's wife. She you know, Kirby's wife now. Um, 
like we don't know any wives anymore. Who's Drake's wife? I mean, because she's probably like non-existent, like (laughs) in the public eye. But uh, Miss Fisher, Miss Jimbo, what's she talking about? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that might be uh, all right. That, that might, might be a good one. That might be a good one. <laughs> hey, you might be onto something, Vin. Miss Terry's too classy. She ain't about to act. Nah, nah she ain't. She ain't gonna do that. Miss Fisher. Now, yeah. one of Lane Kiffin's girlfriends might pop off sometime. Yeah, that's <laughs> that. Now, 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 that's a possibility. Exactly. That's a possibility. Always. Uh, I'm here for it too, because he's at Ole Miss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Why wouldn't you like that, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, this would this what it is, right? <laughs> so, um, just as a quick reset, uh, follow us on all social media platforms. If you haven't uh, seen us on TikTok, please, please, please do so. Uh, we have uh, believe in dogs. We have a bunch of videos up. Uh, our last one from you and me in Israel is close to 400, so make that. Uh, we're averaging about 400 uh, per uh, per video, uh, some going into the 500s, and we have one that's almost at 10,000. So uh, make it happen. Don't hear that. Or believe in dogs. You know about believe in dogs. Right? Believe in dogs. Yeah. Beast, Beast of the East doesn't have an official social media page. It kind of just, I just, it kind of just lives vicariously through my other accounts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so follow that. Um. Follow Believe in Kentucky. Follow Vinny. Follow Israel at Troopstar Twenty Eight. That's um, right. Let him know like what he's missing out on. Mm-hmm. He's he's break, yeah. breaking down film. <laughs> I can't break down shit because our our uh, our accounts on hold. Your account. Your... Yeah, at Huddle. Oh wow, we ain't paid a bill, man. Man, we ain't they, paid a bill. They, they paying you all the money. They can't pay the bills and you. Oh, uh, that's right. You know, <laughs> I am he- I am head coach for the week. So hey, Coach Burton, we can't. We got a Coach Burton or Huddle. Coach Burton or Huddle. Hey, well, we can't. Let, we can't. We can't let Coach Burton walk. So yes. you know, we gotta. We gotta pay him. It's like that scene. It's like that scene in Rounders. Pay him. Pay that man his money. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. So, man, so, these decisions yeah, have to be sense. made, and mm-hmm. you know, they they chose wisely, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, yeah. I don't mean to bring it down, but I can't come on here and not say nothing about all the flooding that's been happening where I grew yeah, up. Yeah, man. Um, Kentucky. That's just – it's sad. Yes, I mean, uh, you know, all, all the uh, all the devastation there are, you know, our thoughts are are with everybody in Kentucky. I mean, we've, you know, we've all dealt with floods at some point, um, and so it, it's just it, it, it's a it's a rough thing to go through. We we, we hope we hope everything uh, stabilizes. We hope the death toll halts at its current number. You know, it's whatever its current number is too many. Um, but, uh, we, we, we hope it stops there and, uh, we hope everything gets, gets under control up there in the, uh, in the great state of Kentucky. Got hit hard. It was the, it was the tornadoes mm-hmm. in last winter and now the floods and it's all right around where I'm from. All the surrounding counties pretty much. I mean, yeah. it's raining a ton where I'm at. I'm talking to my little mom and my sister and every the family that's there, uh, and mm-hmm. still getting more rain, um, 
Kentucky basketball is going to do a telephone tomorrow, which Cal has done that before, like mm-hmm. the hurricane in Haiti and did a lot of stuff last week for a tor- last year for tornadoes. They're doing telethons tomorrow and then an open practice where you can just go and walk in the rup and, and make a donation and, and all the proceeds will help. Uh, LEX18 tweeted out that $381,750 has been raised um, for the Kentucky Flood Relief Telethon. So kudos to them for doing that kind of thing and just keep everybody in your thoughts. My negative woods too, man. Just, just mm-hmm. little, little Jenkins, Whitesburg, little towns that are just 30, 45 minutes away, but they're just ravaged. And yeah, it's, just, right now, so. it's terrible, man. Yeah, that's so terrible. To, to mention that, man. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, you 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 are you are Mister Kentucky, so we we have to we have to mention that, and you know, your your uh, your fan base certainly will be will be tuning in, if not right now, later. So, you know, it, it, it we would be remiss if we didn't didn't mention that, and, and thanks for bringing that up. So, yeah, no smooth transition, but yeah, there, there's not. So let's just pause for a second. And we're back. All right. So, what what else in the world of sports? I mean, there, there's a lot going on. Um, you know, this. You know, not not to continue to put a damper on on the whole thing, but you know that Deshaun Watson uh, decision, uh, the six game suspension for for that mess has come down. That's created quite a stir in uh, around the country, uh, regardless of who you're a fan of, what team you're a fan of. Um, or if you're even a fan of football at all, mm-hmm. um, what, what you know, six game suspension should it be more? That's basically a game for every four, four and a half counts, charges, mm-hmm. accusations, allegations, whatever he, yeah, and. You know, you saw some of these suspensions. Dudes who got you, Calvin really got what a year for for for, for betting. Yeah, uh, some of these other suspensions in comparison to this. And if if I'm a female, if this is a female judge that issued this. I'm like, what are you? If, I'm like, what are we, lady? What are you? Did you not know what he did? Like. So I mean, I just I, why why you gotta do that to every masseuse? Why you gotta? How these ladies? Because you're because you're a deviant, and you have ladies, money, and you have power. How these ladies keep coming out of the woodwork? Just keep. Because they're enamored with all of that. Damn. I mean, you can. <laughs> It ain't gotta be like that though. You don't have to. You don't have to go that direction every time. Yeah, um, uh, it, it doesn't. But like, again, they're they're just they're enamored with it, and I, I just I just don't I I I don't like it. I mean, I, I'm certainly not saying it's 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 the victim's fault by any stretch. Yeah. I mean. You know, you get somebody that has that much money, that much power, that much influence. You know, people are gonna people are gonna cow down to 
his demands or that person's demands. Yeah. Or his demands in this case with, with Deshaun Watson. So mm -hmm. I, I just don't understand how you could sit there and say, okay, you know, Ben Roethlisberger had one accusation that turned out to, to be kind of whatever. Um, okay. Six games. I get it. You never want that to happen. You know, Zeke Elliott has one that ended up being a fake, um, uh, a slanderous attempt. I mean, there's probably some truth to it, but, you know, I don't know. But it ended up being not much. He gets six games. Mm -hmm. But to have 30 people. 30, yeah. 30 people. Like, this, this, it goes out the window when you have three people that nothing happened. I mean, there, there, there is something here. It, is it everything that they're alleging? Probably not, but it certainly is nothing. It certainly isn't nothing either. It's somewhere in between. And that somewhere in between leads me to believe that it should be at least a year. Maybe the Trevor Bauer treatment, who is in yeah. a similar situation where it, he's two years in counting. His is costing him $60 million, his suspension. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's sixty million he couldn't get. He he can't get a hold of. This is coming from a league with Daniel Snyder acting a fool with everything going on. With with, with it's already some stuff that you know. It, it, what? You, could, you can grope a woman, but do not light up that joint. Right. <laughs> so don't play don't play a bet on Fanduel, but. You right. can you can whip you can whip your junk out and and demand a girl stroke you, right, right. So that in light of all of this stuff, but don't know, take the over on the on the on the Georgia South Carolina game by all means. <laughs> the double standard to say the least. That, that's an understatement. So I mean, it's I mean, I, I just thought for sure it'd be you know I think Cleveland was embracing going to be out for the year and. Money, money talks, man. Money man. talks. It, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it, and I'm sure every you know from from what I've heard around around the sports media world, not a lot of people disagree with that statement. They think it should be more. Roger Goodell is probably would not shock me that Roger Doug, Roger Goodell comes down tomorrow and tacks a few more games on it. And by a few more, I mean the rest of the season. Um, I would be okay with the season-long suspension. You know, let's just suspend it for the season and, and move on. You Dude, know, and put this least, thing in put this thing in a rear view. Um, but it. I think I think that's I think that's minimal, right? Get it, yeah. Get it away from everybody. Looks at it as like a slap on the wrist. Get out of slap on the wrist territory because six games for this, mm -hmm. it doesn't them really add up and. At least a year to where it looks like okay, you at least kind of tried to lay the hammer down or make the punishment fit the crime, but six games doesn't come close. You know, it's just slap on the wrist. You know, he gets to play. You know, a month and a half in, he's back. Still got 11 <laughs> games to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. So, I don't know. We probably shouldn't be surprised, but unbelievable. Like you said, it money talks. Money talks. I, I, I don't, I, I don't, 
I don't particularly care for this. Yeah. And and good for the Browns for I'm being very sarcastic when I say that. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> very very sarcastic when I say that. Go hit this... our wagon to this dude. <laughs> God. Yeah, well, well done. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah. It makes being a Falcons fan not so bad now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet Cleveland fans are like, oh my God. What why? Why did we volunteer ourselves for this? We we traded for this guy. Uh, well, the the ones with a conscience, yes. But I'd say some of them are like, if he can, you know, ever live up to his billing, we we got ourselves a, a quarterback. As soon as we get past all this little dust up, we got our quarterback. You know, <laughs> yeah, go dogs. Dog pound for life. Dog pounds, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, the ones with a conscience are like what you said. The majority Dude, you know of them, right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. No, glad it's not my team. Yeah, yeah. Glad my team didn't trade for that. Yeah, I, I would have to save so long. Mm-hmm. If the Falcons trade, if the Falcons were were were, if the Falcons landed Deshaun Watson, I was out. For sure. No, because I mean you got every every female masseuse in Houston got something on you. Every every one of them. Like it's it's the coincidence goes way out the window at that point. Yeah. Way out the window. But who who am who am I? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So whatever. Yeah. You can have it. Um, but at least you got at least you got Wandell Robinson killing it for the Giants. Yeah, yeah. I heard Garrett Wilson's killing it cross town for the Jets. You know, I heard he's gonna be extremely productive. I heard Brees Hall's the the same way. Drake London's doing well. Uh Jordan Davis is making quite a name for himself. He might have a he might have a career in music after this, after <laughs> his rookie talent show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You need to go check that out on Twitter. But it. yeah, check it, check it out. It's uh, it's pretty funny actually. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but yeah, I'm gonna look that up. Uh, but Vinny, we we uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take off. We're gonna get out of here. So, uh, we are the Beast of the East podcast. We are on the Believe Network, also the Y'all's Conference Network. Uh, we thank you for joining us. That's all. That's all we got for you today. A lot of randomness, a lot of NFL news, uh, but we'll continue with the training camp wraparound. Uh, next week, as teams begin their training camps around college football, we will update you on that. Talk about storylines coming out of camp. Scrimmages should be underway at that point. We'll we'll kind of get a feel of who's doing what, who's impressing who, uh, what camp battles are 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 happening in full force. So, for Vinny Hardy, I'm Corey Burton. This is the Beast of the East podcast. We thank you for listening, and of course, go dogs. Check us out, and subscribe, share all that good stuff. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.